0: Come to this happy place. Welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For the
1: Hello, and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your Far From Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. So today on Miles from Main Street, we are going to talk about Disney transportation. Transportation is pretty important uh, when you're at Disney, especially when you don't have your own car, uh, which a lot of us do. And with us being from the Midwest and from us being from so far away, We don't often take our own car. Um, I know I've done it a couple times with my family, but most of the time when I go there, I'm getting on a plane, and and that's how I'm getting to Disney. So transportation is very important, and it's something that you definitely have to think about. And there's several different ways of uh, utilizing transportation at Disney World.
0: And not only is it important to know about, um, but it's iconic. The the different ways that they have for you to travel are iconic and it's fun to talk about it's fun to ride on some of those things so i think it's going to be an enjoyable conversation to cover and informative for your trip if you guys are heading down there for sure yeah I, i totally
1: agree um a lot of these uh modes of transportation do kind of turn into rides themselves um that have some sort of following um, I know I enjoy them, uh, but the first mode of transportation that we're going to talk about, and this is kind of like your big one. I don't think I've ever been on to Disney property or um, moved around Disney property without using this mode of transportation, uh, and that is buses. It's kind of amazing the fleet. And like how well organized, I mean, I say how well organized, uh, but sometimes it doesn't seem that way, but just how well Disney utilizes their bus transportation. Um, it's, I mean, when you're trying to park hop, that's what you're doing. You're, you're getting on buses and you're, you're going straight to where you want to go. Uh, there's pretty much a bus that can take you
0: anywhere you want to go on property pretty much. Um Pretty much there is Uh, obviously there's going to be some that don't Um, like they don't want you going from Disney Springs to a park at certain times of the day. So because they want to get you for parking and they don't want you getting around that. So, you know, there's there's definitely times to know when you can go different directions. And I believe you're going to say something. So I'm sorry I cut you off. (laughs) <laughs> oh no! Definitely, it's.
1: <laughs> I I could tell that you wanted to chime in, um, but yeah, it's. You kind of you do like Brian said. You kind of have to understand wh- what can go where and how you can use these buses. Uh, a lot of times, I'll use the buses to uh, resort hop, and on those days, it kind of gets a little little tricky because you can't go straight from a resort to a resort. You kind of have to hit a hub um, kind of around. I mean, Disney Springs is a good one because there's always buses um, uh, going to and from Disney Springs. But if you can get yourself to a park, parks also have uh, resort uh, drop-offs and pickups uh, all over the place. So that that's definitely another way to utilize that transportation. So it's just kind of understanding what goes where. When you're at a when you're at a resort, they're going to be taking you to the parks. Uh, when you're at the parks, they're going to be taking you to resorts. Um, and when you're at the parks, it'll also take you to other parks. So you'll have stops for um, all those other parks as well. So that's kind of like one of those hubs that we're talking about.
0: Um, and I believe uh, it. Just a side note, like going to the contemporary or um, some of those resorts right around the Magic Kingdom, they will not um, go from Disney Springs to those resorts in the morning because that's the busy time for people to get to the Magic Kingdom. So um, you know it's it's important to know what those are. Uh, like you said, you cannot go resort to resort. And if you were to ask somebody at Disney where to go, if you want to get from one resort to another, they're going to tell you you need to transfer to Disney Springs. I hate that they do that <laughs> because that's the farthest point for most mm-hmm. of the resorts. Um, so you're taking a long time to get over there and then a long time to get to where you want, unless you're going to like old Key West or uh French quarter. I believe like the Port Orleans are kind of close to that. Um, but most of them are not going to be very close to Disney Springs. So you're spending some time riding around on the buses. I, um, I, we'll give you a little story because I don't want to have to go all the way to Disney Springs. I find ways around that. As Mikhailo said, you're going to parks. So uh, about five years ago, when we were down there, we wanted to, we were at boardwalk and we were trying to get back from boardwalk to our, we were staying at art of animation. And so I grabbed the first park bus that pulled up. And here's where you got to know what's going on during the day. Because when I walked on that bus, it wasn't closing time at Animal Kingdom yet. But by the time he realized that I wanted to get back to Animal Kingdom, it, it had closed. He's not allowed to bring anybody back there. So... um the way it works over by boardwalk uh, or the way it worked at that time because i don't believe right now they've they're sending the buses over to swan and dolphin but boardwalk shared with swan and dolphin so the we left boardwalk we went into swan and dolphin he emptied out his bus and he looks back and he sees us sitting there and he says where are you headed i said oh we were going to go over to animal kingdom and transfer unless you wanted to go to art of animation well because of the fact that animal kingdom enclosed, he's not allowed to bring us into animal kingdom at that point so he was kind of stuck and, he, and i think he might have gotten a little bit in trouble for it um but he did end up taking us back to art of animation which was incredibly nice of him to do and i tried to offer him a tip and this is me being kind of a newbie yet at that time drivers cannot take tips um and I wish I would have known to send a cast compliment at that time. Um, because he did stick his neck out for us and he didn't really get anything out of the deal, you know. And I feel I, I, I it, you could probably hear it as I'm telling you the story. And the reason I'm telling you is because I still feel bad about that. But anyway, so Mr. Bus Driver, if you happen to be listening, thank you <laughs> again. Thank you. Um, but anyway, that's part of what you need to realize is that if you're going to be going to a park, you can't go after close. So if it's getting close to close time, make sure you know that it's getting close <laughs> to close time and maybe pick a different bus. Um, but we were also tired at that point. We just wanted to get on a bus and back to where we needed to go. So, yeah. And
1: I have a story kind of like that too. Uh, and this just kind of shows how, um, Brian felt bad about it, but I've, I've always had pretty decent encounters with, uh, buses being flexible. Uh, and this was actually, uh, it was me, my brother, my sister, and this was actually a while ago. I think this was probably about like four or five trips ago. And we ended up hanging out. We, we do this all the time we'll just suck as much Disney as we, we can out of the place. And so we'll just hang out at Disney Springs till basically nobody's at Disney Springs. Um, and we actually ended up getting turned around and we were walking the opposite direction of where the buses were supposed to be. And so we were walking towards like the parking garage or something like that. And we were just like out in the middle of this lot. And this bus just randomly finds us. He was like, Hey, where are you guys going? We're like, we're, we're looking for the buses. We need to get back to the all-stars. And the guy was like, okay, cool. Get on in. And so we, we got in and he took us to the all-stars and he uh, uh, was super cool about it. Uh, and I think it was just because um, when the buses are out there, I think they're just meant to, like, if, if they see guests randomly around, like, come pick them up because uh, they don't want to leave anybody stranded. Um, but again, I mean, I, I don't know what they're Official rules are about like picking people up and going to other resorts, uh, but I do see that a lot where like all of a sudden a bus driver will change um, the resort that they're going to. On their they have a little screen. Um, if you don't know, um, which it's possibly you don't, um, but with these buses they'll have um, they have a screen up top, kind of like a regular bus that'll say where they're going. Um, and most of the time, they're just kind of circling through, like, parks and a resort. Um, so they'll hit hit the stops at the parks, uh, and then they'll come back and pick people up at at the resorts and kind of, like, disperse through there. Um, but a lot of times I, I have seen buses kind of park around the parks or park around Disney Springs and then just randomly change their screens. And so I think... I think sometimes they understand. It's a good rule of thumb is like you're if if a bus just left and you just missed the bus, you're probably waiting around 20 minutes for the next bus. Um, but I'm I'm pretty sure that that Disney does notice sometimes when things get really busy uh, that they'll start rerouting buses to other places. Um, that does happen uh, in the morning and at night, especially at night. Um, They'll start rerouting people, so I, I, I that's definitely a thing uh, that bus drivers will do. I've, I've had it happen, um, I think twice, where a bus driver has just picked us up and just taken us where we needed to go. Uh, so I've, uh, I've always had pretty decent encounters with, with stuff like that. Uh, I don't know what their rule, official rules are if they would get in trouble for something like that. I feel like they wouldn't, but you never know um, because Disney really, it just all just kind of works like, like clockwork. Um, I know it sometimes doesn't seem that way. I've definitely felt like I've waited a half hour, 45 minutes plus for, for a bus. Um, and that was actually most, most, my most recent trip was the most I've ever waited for a bus. And I don't know if that was because of COVID or because I was at Disney Springs or because it was busy that day. Um, but do you understand that there's a high possibility that you may be waiting 20 minutes for a bus? Um, but usually, if I mean, you have stuff planned out and you're coming from your resort, it shouldn't be an issue. Um, they should be coming pretty regularly to come pick you up. Um, and that's kind of one of the big reasons why uh, I always say uh, stay at the resorts, even though I just don't listen to myself this past <laughs> trip and I stayed off property. Because uh, that makes it a lot more difficult. Because you have to walk yourself into Disney Springs uh, to get onto a bus. Uh, and most of the time in the mornings, I wasn't even taking a bus uh, because they 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 weren't coming to pick you up. So it definitely makes it a lot more difficult when you're staying off property to utilize the buses. But once you're on property and you're on the buses and you kind of understand that you have to make your way to those hubs to kind of get where you're going um, and you understand the flow of where of where the buses are gonna be taking you and where you can go from each stop. It's pretty easy to kind of maneuver yourself around, um, so uh, buses I would definitely say uh are a great resource, uh, probably one of the main resources uh when you're at Disney, but there are uh several other ways to move around uh, and I know Brian uh really enjoys one of them, and i'll let you let you talk about that Brian
0: Oh uh, the monorail i mean this goes back to the whole iconic type stuff that we have for for transportation you know they had the monorail out at disneyland first um it led to some communities actually having monorails and you know anaheim didn't want to do that so they ended up not having it you know even though they had disney they're pushing for it um but i mean Anytime you hear monorail, the first thing you're going to think is Disney, right? It's just been—it's just that iconic. It's been around for how long now? And so for the, yeah, I love the monorail. I love just riding it. Um, this last trip, staying at the Contemporary, uh, we packed everything up, got it in the car. And I said, before we go, let's jump on the monorail and do the loop one last time so we went and did the loop one last time um filled up our refillable mugs on the way out of the building and hit the road and um you know that was just a great way to end a trip at least that trip because we had stayed at the contemporary uh i will find ways to use it as a ride like like i just said i will find you ways to use it as um a dining thing. I will find ways to use it as, um, maybe a, a drinking thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you can, we've done with the kids. We have tried to do a dessert crawl around the monorail resorts. We've, you could do drinks. Uh, my wife and I kind of did that on our trip without the kids. Um, it's, but beyond that, It's just a great, great way to travel, (laughs) really. I love (laughs) taking it from um, the TTC over to Epcot because it's so quick. Like, you don't realize how quick it is because you're not having to stop for traffic. You're not having to, um, you you know, stop at another resort. You're just getting there right away, right? It takes maybe 10 minutes. I think, from the TTC to Epcot, which is mm-hmm. incredible. You know, that's awesome. I'm um, so glad that it's finally reopened. Um, so, yeah, I have excitement. I'm having trouble pulling all those world words together. But, Mikhailo, let us know what you think of the monorail. Yeah, the, the one thing I haven't re- really utilized
1: as much with the monorail is that Epcot loop. Uh, I think I've done it once. And you kind of don't realize, even when you're in Epcot, you don't realize that that monorail loop loops you around Spaceship Earth. So you get this really cool view of Spaceship Earth when you're in that monorail. Uh, I always thought that that was really cool. Um, And that's something that um, Disneyland kind of does. I remember that was one thing that I really wanted to do. Another thing about the monorail at Disneyland is it's super low I don't know why why they can t- like I I can literally like I think people have to duck sometimes when right? they go past it but like I could put my hand up and touch the monorail as I was like <laughs> walking past so uh, I don't know if that was like a they built it in the 50s or 60s type thing but um, it's it's very low and it's a lot smaller than the Disney World version but it also... Um, takes you into the park so you actually have to have park admission to get onto the monorail Uh, and i didn't know that i i thought uh because i'm a history buff and i wanted to ride the monorail while i was there um and use that iconic monorail uh, but i wasn't able to because you actually have to have Um, park admission Uh, and the day that i actually had park admission i was not thinking about riding the monorail (laughs) i was thinking about doing all the things that i wanted to do at the park Um, but that's uh that's another thing to keep in mind uh, if you're going to disneyland and um even if you're just like visiting disneyland that's one thing that that you can't do at disneyland that you can do in disney world because in disney world it's not you don't have to pay to get on the monorail and you don't need park admission you can just get on it and use it as a means of transportation but i yeah i i very much enjoy it too um i do find that using the monorail at park opening for magic kingdom can sometimes be the wrong decision <laughs> because that's where Everybody everyone's going everyone's right. using the monorail uh, it was, <laughs> it's very fun to do that because that's and like brian said it's it's so iconic and that's like it's a fun way to get yourself there um but that's what everybody's doing just don't 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 let yourself get hurted that's that's a big tip that i don't think we've mentioned uh very often on this channel but don't let yourself get hurted because they're hurting people in there for a reason and that's where everyone's going there's oftentimes uh, when you're getting into the park don't follow the crowds because that's where everyone's going. If you, um, most of the time people are to be going right when, when they get somewhere like a park or um, the TTC or something like that. If you end up going left, oftentimes you'll find smaller crowds and smaller wait times. Um, But yeah, the, the monorail itself connects to um, some of the coolest resorts uh, connects, connects itself to two of the, uh, real big parks uh, magic kingdom at, at epcot um, and that is done through um, you can't go directly from magic kingdom to epcot uh, you actually have to switch over at the ttc to the epcot um, monorail itself um, but it's i mean I've, I've always had a great time uh it's very cool to be able to go straight through the uh contemporary that's always fun um and it's again, it's I mean, it's just very, it's an icon- iconic means of transportation that Disney kind of popularized. Uh, I know that places I've also seen monorails are, I mean, Orlando uh, International has a monorail, and uh, I, I know that um, Detroit International has a monorail, and their monorail is like straight up Disney style. Uh, it's it's elevated um, and it's got like a, a really high track. So I I thought that was really cool to see. Um, but yeah, definitely something that, that Disney popularized and it, it feels like a ride when you get in there. One of one of my favorite things is, and I think they make shirts like this, uh, and I'm going to butcher it because I don't speak Spanish at all and, and people don't get mad at me because I'm just copying <laughs> how, how I hear it. But, uh, I love the spiel when they say, please stand clear of the doors. And I'm sure that was, all that was wrong. pretty good. No, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> I like it um but I, I honestly i only know that because i i hear it all the time
0: Yeah. so uh
1: and i mean i i just love that i I love the spiel uh sometimes when i'm driving around i'll listen to the spiel and pretend like i'm in the monorail <laughs> i do that same thing <laughs> i shouldn't say this but i do that same thing with rock and roller coaster where uh once once the rock and roller coaster takes off in the music i'll floor it you know and i'll go real fast it's always fun but um <laughs> Thankfully, I don't have a car that can go that fast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I find it extremely relaxing. So to just jump on there and go around uh, Seven Seas Lagoon and check out each resort as you go and to see the entrance to Magic Kingdom, you don't have to get off there, you know, just to go past it. Um, You know, I I just enjoy that ride. We would jump on in the morning and take a quick ride around the loop. It's just, it's a relaxing thing and can be used for so many different reasons. And yeah, it's a great, great thing. Um, And the next, you know, the next item is also relaxing for me, which is boats. And they seem to have a lot of water and they have a lot of boats. The boats, you know, you could kind of, you know, we started with the buses, like the buses encompass all of Disney World, right? Well now we're starting small we went we went down to the monorail like that that probably goes to the least amount of places uh and and oh I wanted to point out that the monorail only goes to magic kingdom and epcot like that can't be stressed enough I don't think because there are a lot of people that I see asking questions online that are wondering how it gets to animal kingdom or do I take it to Ma- to hollywood studios those types of things it won't go there
1: I just I recently saw. Yeah, I just recently saw a TikTok that was like me trying to me as a cast member trying to explain that the monorail doesn't go to the animal kingdom. And it was somebody like shrugging their shoulders trying to like explain it. Um so yeah, that's that's uh that's one thing that you kind of need to understand that it, it only hits those those two uh parks and then the resorts kind of in that area. So
0: yeah, and then like the next thing to think about is the um, the boats, where, wherever there's water, they seem to have a boat now. Um, so you can get from Disney Springs to a few resorts. Uh, I believe it stops at um, Saratoga Springs, it stops at Old Key West, and the Port Orleans Resorts um, from Disney Springs. So that waterway, which is the Saratoga, um, not Saratoga, the uh, Sasagula River, um, they have their own set of boats that go back and forth. Uh, you have a set of friendship boats that go around uh, Swan and Dolphin. Oh, what's the name of that lake there? I'm blanking on the lake. Is that Crescent Lake?
1: Uh, I have no idea.
0: Yeah, I'm. I can't lake think lake of Europe. it right now. Um, but you can take, you know, for between the International Gateway at Epcot to get over to boat, the i'm sorry over to broadway or the beach club or the yacht club or you can get over to swan and dolphin there's a set of boats that go through there um i want to say oh then that boat will go between international gateway and hollywood studios so you have that option and then when you get over to the magic kingdom all of those resorts around the monorail we will have boats going back and forth to Magic Kingdom. But you've also got Fort Wilderness, the campground, and you've got Wilderness Lodge getting boat service as well. And I've used those boats between Fort Wilderness and Wilderness Lodge. Um, they'll, they'll have some that either go to the contemporary or they'll go to like, the, I think there's one that goes contemporary wilderness and fort wilderness it does like a loop that way um and they'll also have some that go over to the magic kingdom and what i have learned with some of these modes of transportation is that some of them are not meant for people like Mikhailo and i where we're going to get there the second that rope drops and we're not leaving until we've seen the kiss good night three times Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, the, these boats are going to take their time. Obviously it's going to be a little slower than a bus or a monorail. Um, but it's, it's a nice little ride. It's enjoyable. Um, you know, especially in the morning, we, on our trip a couple of years ago, we took the boat, um, across the lake and it was, it was a nice ride early in the morning to get into the park. Um, it was very stressful on me because I paid for that early morning magic and we ended up getting there after eight o'clock, which was to me a waste of money at that point. So I was mad um, and it, it took my wife to <laughs> settle me down a little bit, which the <laughs> relaxing boat ride did that for me. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I tell everybody, if you get the opportunity um And you have some, and you just want to go for a nice boat ride. The boat ride between Disney Springs and the Port Orleans Resorts are is just awesome. Uh, It's it's a nice, relaxing boat ride. You've got some, you know, jazz music playing. Uh, My wife and I just like kick back with our. We didn't have a drink in our hand. We just had like sodas or something with us, but you know, kick back and we just like relaxed that whole ride. And then we walked around, toured the port Orleans, and then we got back on the boat and went back over to Disney Springs. And I, it it was just one of those moments that I was not expecting when we did it. And I tell everybody to do it if they can get a chance. So here, everybody that's listening, go do it. <laughs> um Port Orleans is opening in this month, the end of this month, right? I believe this weekend is when um Riverside is opening, and two weeks later the um French quarter will be opening. So I am I would fully expect those that those friendship boats would start running pretty close to that opening mm-hmm. as well, somewhere in there um i have not heard anything either way but yeah definitely take advantage of those rides if you can
1: yeah that's uh very cool i've i've only ever utilized boat transportation when i'm going from magic kingdom to ticket and transportation center Uh, and that kind of can be brian did mention that that sometimes boat transportation can be slower however in the mornings and I kind of wanted to bounce this off of you, Brian, uh, as to what the best way of getting from your resort um, to Magic Kingdom is. Um, I mean, I, I kind of I know what it is, but when you're not staying on property or if you're, if you're driving, uh, there's a couple different ways to do it because most of the time, you kind of need to understand that um, if you're driving, if you have your own car, Uh, If you're getting dropped off uh, with rideshare or something like that, they're always going to drop you off at Ticket and Transportation Center. So you're going to have to deal with transportation from there to the park anyways. Um, Your couple options are um, monorail or boat. Um, And when I say, like I said before, don't get herded around, um, they're going to automatically herd you into the monorail area. And that's where everyone's going to go. Um, and I ended up using the monorail, and we definitely did not get to the park uh, as early as I wanted to. Uh, I think that was kind of our problem, anyways, because we just didn't wake up in time. Um, but I did notice that the bus, the, that the boat transportation just seemed like there's way less people going out there using the bus than there were monorail. Um, so that, and I've heard that before that that's kind of the hack is, is go straight for the, um, boat transportation right away because there's going to be less people trying to use the boat than there will be people trying to use the monorail. Um, however, since we're talking about this, um, your best bet for sure, if you're looking to get to the Magic Kingdom in time for rope drop and trying to be like some of the first people there, Uh, is bus transportation from your resort because it's going to drop you off uh, right next to where um, the entrance is Uh, i think that's the closest you can get with transportation um ride share uh again isn't going to get you uh any closer it's just going to drop you off right at ticket and transportation center um and so definitely buses uh, that's the way to go if you if you buses straight from your resort um is definitely the way to go to getting to uh, magic kingdom uh, pretty much at rope drop if you want to get there early
0: it's now if if you are at the ttc though and you'd have no other option but to go from the ttc busier days they will be running buses from the ttc and that is the best option Because everyone's going to go, oh, monorail's too busy. I'm going to get on a boat. And then no one thinks, hey, wait a minute, they're running buses. Um, I have seen since the reopening that there are days that they don't run buses. So you're going to need to ask, hey, are they running buses today? Um, And I think that's just due to staffing and how busy it is. Uh, Now that we're getting into a period of time where they're kind of, going full capacity um they are not at full staffing yet so you know it's kind of a we can uh, we got the people to do it today let's run some buses um so you're gonna have to ask but that is the quickest route over either other of the other options Mm -hmm. but yes if you are if you're leaving your resort take that bus right to magic kingdom
1: that's that's the way to do it and that's kind of why i mean for sure i'm going to be staying on property my next uh trip and it actually looks like uh i'm I'm glad brian you brought up um these boats because it actually looks like i'll be staying at Port Orleans. um and i've that's something that i've never really done before is kind of utilize those boats from the disney springs to these other resorts so that that should be fun. Uh, and again, I mean, I, I've only ever used boats from Magic Kingdom to the TTC. Uh, so, uh, but uh, again, another thing, uh, that International Gateway, it's a very, very cool way of entering EBCOT. I've actually gone back there. I've ventured back there before to kind of see what it's like. Um, and it's it's very cool. It's kind of an interesting way of of entering the park rather than kind of going through the front of the park and, and dealing with um, all that construction right now. Uh, I forgot what people are calling it right now. Um, uh, like gate cot or something like that. Um, <laughs> because that's kind of like what's happening. It's not gate. It's something else. It's so funny. I heard, I think it was, um, Disney food blog. Uh, she said, uh, was like, like bear your cot or something like that, <laughs> something <laughs> because it's just, that's kind of what you're doing right now through Epcot. Um, and so that, that might be kind of something to think about if you're, if you're going anytime soon is if, if you want to utilize boat transportation, take that to Epcot and then um, walk in from the back entrance. And so you're, you're going to be walking in kind of around um France i think so you're you're walking in back by where the countries are uh which is honestly i mean especially right now my favorite place in epcot anyways is back there by the countries i love i love um being back there so might be something to think about um I using had that a funny
0: thought about how busy the the international, gate, international gateway is going to be on october 1st yeah <laughs> <laughs> like if if you guys aren't aware October 1st obviously is going to be the 50th anniversary and the un- unaware part is Disney is celebrating it for 18 months <laughs> so everything they're doing on October 1st, 1st they're doing October 2nd they're doing July 2nd they're going to be doing October 1st of of 2022 you know so you don't need to be there that day now obviously uh there are those of us that need to be there on that day and say they've done it and been there um mm-hmm. but with remy's opening that day yeah man that that entrance is gonna be nuts <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that's and, gonna be crazy
0: i mean and that that brings us to the next piece of it too though is, is skyliner goes there right
1: mm-hmm. yep
0: so that you know that's bringing more people to that entrance than you ever had before um because it didn't you only had those few resorts back there that would use that entrance and now the skyline is bringing in caribbean beach and art of animation and pop century the riviera you know and so it's gonna get pretty packed there pretty quick I think um, it. that's interesting an interesting thought what is going to be better going there going in through the main entrance and trying to run your way through you know because you're only going to have so many stanchions to get you through that international gateway it's probably still better to go that way <laughs> anyway yeah, the,
1: um, so the Skyliner, definitely. It, and that's one of the main areas that it's going to be taking you. That's kind of the end of the line, um, or it could be the beginning of the line, uh, depending on how you're doing it. Um, but to kind of like go through everything, it starts at Pop Century Art of Animation. Um, it's kind of like in the middle of that resort, um, kind of cool, uh, over the water. Uh, and then it takes you to Caribbean Beach. Uh, and then from Caribbean Beach that's actually kind of a hub where you can go you can get yourself to Hollywood Studios or you could keep going on that line and go to Riviera and then it'll take you from Riviera all the way to Epcot um, it's uh the time that I took it it must have just not been a good day because I had to wait for a while at art of animation. And then once we got to that hub at Caribbean beach, like it was like another, like hour wait um, to get to studios or Epcot. So we ended up just taking a bus from Caribbean beach. Um, And this is transportation related. So I'll just tell this story. Uh, We ended up waiting in line at art of animation to get on the Skyliner. And then we ended up waiting, waiting at the bus stop for honestly, probably about like an hour uh, at Caribbean Beach, waiting for the correct bus uh, to get us over to—I um, think we we were going to um, Magic Kingdom because we were trying to get ourselves to. Um, we were actually no, we we were we were we were trying to get a bus to any to anywhere at that point. We were waiting for a bus to Magic Kingdom or to Disney Springs, and a Disney Springs bus came before a Magic Kingdom bus came. Uh, And we had already waited for a pretty long time at that point. So we ended up getting up, getting onto the Disney Springs bus and then waiting another like 35 minutes at Disney Springs to get a bus to the Polynesian, which is where we had um, a dining reservation. Um, And we were supposed to be utilizing all of that time that we spent uh, waiting for buses and waiting for the um, Skyliner. We were supposed to be utilizing all that time to do resort hopping and we only really ended up going to art of animation and then waiting for a bus at caribbean beach we kind of walked around caribbean beach a little bit um, but we really wanted to get ourselves we we didn't even really get to do the monorail loop um at that point we just kind of it was really nice to hang out at the poly for a while because it's one of my favorite resorts But still, that was kind of like a big time, time waster was waiting for this transportation. So it's kind of, you have to understand that things can get backed up. Um, As a Disney professional, I wasn't stressing too much just because you kind of have to understand that this happens. Like, things happen. Uh, On that same trip, it ended up raining and like a whole bunch of rides went down it rains. (laughs) It's going to rain. There's often times it'll probably rain a lot on your vacation. Uh, So you kind of have to, you have to roll with the punches and very much so with transportation, transportation, you can ease a lot of that stress with kind of understanding what you need to do and where you need to go. Um, I feel, I feel like with us, just with us using the skyliner for the first time uh it was kind of difficult for us because we just weren't too uh familiar with the skyliner um however it's just kind of like knowing is half the battle like you you kind of have to understand like where you want to get to and how you want to utilize that transportation you've got a whole bunch of different uh options that you can um use another option is even walking uh there are some places that walking is a pretty great option. In fact, uh, if you're staying at, we have hit this several times. I'm just going to mention it anyways. If you're staying at contemporary, you can literally walk like it's a leisurely walk. It's not even that long of a walk to Magic Kingdom. Um, you know that we've told you that good. Um, on that, that same kind of area, you can also walk from uh, Magic Kingdom all the way around to to the Polynesian Resort. Um, That's a new walkway that they've recently opened. Um, Another cool walkway uh, is from Boardwalk all the way to Epcot. Um, And that'll actually take you over to, uh, again, the um, uh, International Gateway, Um, kind of like the the back area of Epcot. Um, And that's uh, I hear this tip a lot, where if you want to be going to epcot a lot from boardwalk ask for the rooms further down um on boardwalk because you'll be able to just kind of like walk right out of
0: your room and then just get on that trail that takes you to epcot um each club is the same way the the beach club actually has a room that's designated as like the closest room to a park mm-hmm. um and so i think you can almost get around that entire lake um on trails i know that my wife and i have done all around boardwalk and all the way over to beach club and some of the yacht club on that trail so um yeah you i mean yacht and beach club you can i think you can walk from sand swan and dolphin as well um so it, there's definitely a lot of options in that area for walking
1: and uh one that i actually didn't know about and I've actually watched people walk. This is you can actually walk from Epcot uh, to Hollywood Studios. That's the thing, um, and so you're you're able to. Uh, and and if you didn't if you didn't know, those two uh, resorts are actually kind of they're pretty close together. They're they're almost back to back. So it makes a lot of sense that you'd be able to walk there. But that's I mean that's another option for you guys. Is um, if you if you really want to walk you can actually do
0: that. I laugh at some of these trails, though, because, um, like, walking from uh, Hollywood Studios to Epcot, that's a long walk. It's Mm -hmm. a good, you know, 20, 25-minute walk. Mm -hmm. Same thing with trying to walk from Magic Kingdom to the Polynesian. Um, In the morning, sure, not a problem. (laughs) I'll do that. But if I've been at the park all day and I've Mm -hmm. already put you know, 10 to 15 miles on that walk doesn't sound so good. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So uh you know it, it's great at for some things and you know, but again, maybe this goes back to some modes of transportation aren't meant for us open to close type people, <laughs> right?
1: And and I do hear a lot about these trails being utilized for running as well. Um and I Uh, I do enjoy uh, a good run, and I've actually been doing that uh, more and more with my fitness, where I'll run for long periods of time. And I've said this before to friends, where I feel like I'd be able to run a Disney marathon based on pure motivation alone, where somebody would be like, okay, next we're going to Hollywood Studios, be like Hollywood, yeah. Let's go there. Let's run there right now. Let's go. And so I'd run myself to Hollywood Studios. And next they'd be like, okay. Next we're going to Epcot. Epcot, yeah, that's easy. Let's go do that. And then, and then next, like, okay, we're gonna go to Magic Kingdom. That's pretty far, but I'll I'll run that one. I'll run. Let's go. So I feel like just running yourself around Disney property uh, would be something fun to do. Um, and a lot of these
0: channels are set up uh, with runners in mind. Yeah and they have them all around the different resorts too just so you can have a you know a good run in the morning if if you're doing that. Um I I think we need to do our own little podcast where we're like okay let's run to Hollywood Studios now and <laughs> you know we'll virtually get you there. Is that, that that a good motivating run thing? I don't know we can like point out hey goofy's standing over there. <laughs> waving at you, I don't know. That could be
1: that's, fun, Brian. This we're, we're going to turn this podcast into a workout podcast because uh, that's actually something I would was doing during COVID when it was winter and I couldn't run outside uh, and I was running on a treadmill. Uh, I would actually turn on walkthroughs of the parks and I would just kind of run and and watch these people walk through the parks. But something that I also did was I watched. I mean. After a while, you you you've watched all the walkthroughs, <laughs> so you start to watch other things. And so I would watch people walking through resort or through um, resorts and hotels. Uh, and one of them was the walk from uh, Epcot to Hollywood Studios and back. Uh, so it was a good like like hour run for me, which is perfect because like that's usually like how long it took me to get my runs done. Um, but that that is something that um, you can do at home where uh if you want to really motivate yourself and you want to if you you don't want to just sit and watch somebody walk for an hour uh you can get on a treadmill and uh just kind of run around and and watch these walkthroughs And it it's actually i i use them educationally because i had never known that a lot of these uh like i i watched boardwalk walkthroughs uh and they would take you to different areas and um it's kind of cool to watch these things and kind of see firsthand, uh, where you're going to be going and how you're going to be navigating all these areas. Uh, cause Disney is big. It is a very big resort and there's a lot of things to do. And as we're sitting in front of you guys right now, as Disney professionals and people who pride themselves on knowing a lot about Disney currently recording a podcast, uh, if you're friends with us, you know, that we're huge Disney nerds and we're always telling you about Disney things. We have scratched, merely scratched the surface of things you can do at Disney. Uh, and we've been going for however long we've been going for. So, um, anyways, there's the tangent for, for the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, walking and trails and stuff like that. Um, definitely an option. Uh, Obviously going to take you longer, um, but they're there, uh, and it's definitely an option. Uh, I've used them before uh, to get to places. Uh, you just kind of have to understand how long it's going to take you and and whether or not this is a leisurely stroll or you're trying to get there somewhere quick. Uh, I've definitely sprinted from Magic Kingdom to Contemporary before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's good to note that a lot of these options come with crowds. we've mentioned it here and there. Um, no worse time than, was it, than is when a park closes. That is probably the worst time to use some, any of these modes of transportation. Um, the walking gives you a good crowdless option um, I've seen it used uh, for the Magic Kingdom, uh, going over to Grand Floridian at the end of the night. Uh, you have to be mindful of that though, because they do have to close it to let the electric water pageant get out. It has a bridge that goes over the waterway that those floats are stored in. So um, you know there, there you might not be able to do that, but walking in the Contemporary, leaving Epcot and walking to the boardwalk or whatever. um, Those can be good crowdless options. Uh, But if you're leaving the Magic Kingdom, as soon as the fireworks is over, start mooing because you're part of the herd.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: And Disney knows it's a problem. It's always been a problem. And I don't foresee a solution coming up anytime soon for it uh short of putting a sky a couple of skyliners up maybe across the water i don't know but you've got everyone that needs to get on a mode of transportation to get to the same exact point and that becomes a problem Um, my hack is if the park is still open after uh fireworks are done uh, go on a ride. Don't get out of there. Go on a ride. Go find something to do. Go grab a snack. Uh, we went um, before before the last closure or before the closure. We were there, and we watched happily ever after right in the middle of the hub. We had the perfect spot, you know. Loved it. Got crushed in with all the crowd. We're like dead center in the crowd, right? And the show gets over, and I said, "All right, guys." just chill we waited five minutes i'm not kidding it was five minutes that's it hub is empty we make our way over to space mountain 20 minute wait ride space mountain come out and everyone's left the park at that point watch kiss goodnight maybe grab something on the way out of the park make our way out nice and easy no crowds outside um you know so take it's important to take your time when it's time to leave. Don't be the one that has to be the first one out of the park. Everybody says, "Oh, watch the fireworks from the TTC. Watch the fireworks from Contemporary." I'm in the park. I'm going to watch them there. Why am I? In, why do you have to be in such hurry to leave? One That's of the things it. they've been doing lately is that they close at nine o'clock, and they but they're doing fireworks at nine fifteen. Right, so. Go do some shopping. (laughs) They're not going to tell you, no, we're not going to let you shop. Right? Go spend some time shopping. All you got to spend is maybe 20 minutes shopping. And the crowd's gone outside the park. Take your time. They're not going to kick you out. I've seen a lot of people work at being the last person in the park. Now, I'm not saying you have to do that. But, you know, one person I saw post hanging out near the front of the park and said how many people are left in the park and they looked at her and said it's you (laughs) (laughs) can you you know they didn't say it but they're thinking can you please leave and she sat down on main street took some pictures and then left you know like there's nobody there and they're going to get you back to your resort whether it's getting you a taxi or bringing you your own bus whatever they'll they have to do they're going to get you back um you know we we spent too much time leaving magic kingdom on this last trip and the monorail was closed we ended up walking because we got impatient and i should not have done that that right now right i'm not taking my own advice right (laughs) i got impatient trying to find out where a bus would be and the only reason i was looking for a bus to get to the contemporary is because we had someone that was having trouble walking at that point and we um we ended up having to walk it anyway because we just got impatient and wanted to get back Um, but they definitely will have a bus take you to the contemporary if that's what you need um, after the monorail is closed so Disney is very accommodating, as long as you're nice to them, too. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I got that out there, that transportation will be busy. But if you take your time, it doesn't have to be.
1: And that's that's just kind of like a hack in general for Disney, is they're not going to kick you out. I mean, eventually, they'll they'll usher you out. Um, Epcot is one of the ones that will close from back to front, so that's kind of something you have to understand if if you're thinking about staying uh, longer and trying to kind of squeeze as much Disney out as you can, understand that they close back to front. So the countries will close, um, all of the uh, future world areas will close, and the front area will close, Um, and that's kind of just their way of ushering you out to the front. Um, but I mean, it's kind of the same thing with magic kingdom where, um, I've done that before where I stayed all the way to the kiss goodnight, um, and watched the kiss goodnight several times. Uh, I think we watched it all three times. Uh, and I remember, um, thinking to myself, wow, like now we have to leave and turning around and just seeing everyone in the shops. This is around like Disney. The magic can closed at midnight. And we we turned around probably like one, one-ish. Like we went and road rides uh right up until close and then watched the kiss good night and then like shopped up until like one, one thirty. Uh and when we left around one thirty, it was still backed up with transportation. Um and so when we say take your time, take your time. Um, if, if it's getting too late, uh, right now it's going to be easier because things are closing a little earlier. Um, but if Magic Kingdom ends up closing at midnight and it gets too late, obviously go try to make your way back home. But that, that just tells you how crazy it gets when those fireworks end and all of the people end up making their way out of the park, um, we still had to wait for uh boat transportation when we left around like one 30. Uh, and there were still a ton of people shopping uh, in those areas. We ended up leaving only because we had a four hour drive ahead of us because we weren't staying anywhere near uh, Orlando. That uh, we, we just ended up going to Disney that day, but that's just keep that in mind. Just understand that, especially at, at uh, Magic Kingdom, transportation at the end of the night is going to be nuts. Uh, so either get yourself out of there uh, early, or expect to wait, um, or just spend some more time in the park because they're 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 not gonna they're not gonna tell you to leave, uh, and it's going to be pretty difficult for you to be the last person uh, in the park. Um, so uh, along those lines, when we're talking about um, park closing and, and utilizing transportation, park opening, um, this was one thing that I actually found uh, staying off property, uh, a couple hacks, one in particular with transportation. Uh, and this is something we haven't talked about yet. And that is ride share apps. Um, staying off property made it, way difficult to utilize bus transportation if you're on property and you can use the buses use the buses they're they're just the staple of disney transportation um and it's i mean e- even when i've stayed at all stars which are just packed all the time i never had a huge issue with buses mainly because they understand that the all stars are huge and there's always a ton of people there and they're going to be moving people around all the time. But if you're staying off property, and even if you are staying on property and you want to, you have to get to a park at a certain time, uh, you want to get there, you want to be the very first person there, um, rideshare apps are a good option. Uh, you're definitely paying for that to happen. Uh, like, I mean, you're going to be paying a little bit more uh, for it being Disney and stuff like that. I definitely noticed that um, when I use these rideshare apps. But when um, when we use that rideshare app for Animal Kingdom, we woke up early enough, we got our rideshare. We were probably like the first like 10, 15 cars waiting to get in. And that rideshare will take you right to the front of the park. Like, Literally, with Animal Kingdom, it just drove us right up to the, the ticket area. We walked up. We were probably one of the first, like, 25 people into the park because of that. Everybody else ends up, like, I mean, if, if you have your own cars and everything, you end up weaving through the parking lot. They end up taking you to a parking area, and then you have to get out and then walk all the way up to the front of the park. With Rideshare, it, just, it literally t- takes you right up to the, um, the ticket gates and you get out. Um, that's definitely like a huge hack. If you if you want to get to Animal Kingdom early, which I suggest you do, because Animal Kingdom can be one of those parks, especially if you want a park hop. If you get there early enough, you can knock out a lot of what you want to do in like the first few hours. Um, I do suggest taking your time. We've talked about this before, taking your time and walking through Animal Kingdom Uh, in a leisurely pace Uh, but if you are like me and you're a a sprinter all the way through the parks um, getting there early and kind of knocking out all that stuff can really help Um, and so that's that's your one major hack is if you're ever going to use rideshare at all at disney do it at animal kingdom because it'll drop you off right up front Um, now i don't know i know that we mentioned before rideshare takes you to ticket transportation center at magic kingdom so that's kind of like a you might as well use something else at that point um hollywood studios i believe that kind of drops you off right around where the buses are um so that's kind of i mean you're not really gaining that much um it's still kind of a walk to get up to the front of the park but it's i mean it's a lot better than parking your own car um and then um ebcot i think it's it's a little weird because i think they drop you off um further outside where the parking area is um so it's really only a huge hack and it's really only like a like a huge time saver with animal kingdom um all the other places you kind of get dropped off around the same areas as like the buses and everybody else um but The cool thing about rideshare is that you can do it whenever you want. You don't have to, the the buses themselves will start 45 minutes before park opens. Uh, and that's each park individually. Um, I believe not any park. Um, so 45 minutes before the park that you want to go to opens, that's when bus transportation starts. If you think that you need to get yourself there before then, um, you would have to i, I don't even think there would there is any other option other than rideshare um, to get yourself out there earlier than that um, if you're staying on property four to five minutes should be enough uh, ideally you're at the uh at the bus stop waiting for that for that bus right at 45 minutes before because it's going to be there and it's going to come pick you up uh, if not you you may be waiting 20 minutes uh, and then that's still kind of getting you there fairly early Um, but rideshare i had a had very good experience with it when staying off property Uh, and it's almost i think we used it almost every every morning when we were off property to get ourselves to the parks uh in the morning um magic kingdom was kind of a miss for us uh although i put that on um us not the transportation uh, but it, it is a good way of kind of getting around the the few limitations that disney has in transportation um, we could be talking about the mini buses um, because they were controlled by lyft uh, and if you don't know what they are these were basically lyft drivers driving in minivans that were dressed up like mini uh i don't believe they're a thing anymore
0: so they um i think they were leasing those vans and it was just a wrap that they put on the vans that had polka dots um i had heard some rumors that they were being sold on some lot some car lots in in florida and other (laughs) places um But yeah, they were actual cast cast members that were driving them, but Mm -hmm. they used lifts, uh, infrastructure, if you want to call it on their app to be able to book them. Um, that was part of my frustration when we took the boat to magic kingdom that morning was that I had meant to grab a minivan, but for some reason thought we'd be okay on the boat. And, uh, i made another mistake by waiting for the actual magic kingdom boat instead of taking the one to contemporary and walking um which compounded my frustration but (laughs) um yeah the the minivans i've heard there's some training going on um or that at least we had heard it at one time um you know it's hard to say what they're doing with that maybe it's something they'll bring back once. You know once they've fully opened and they've they're fully back at all operating um or all operations are full whatever however you want to say that um but yeah that's it seemed like a nice thing i was willing to pay it was kind of getting pricey but in the case of trying to make a reservation it could be a good option um and i know a lot of people just loved riding those minivans um, and, and enjoyed using that, um, and that they'd say the the cast members really knew their information. They could really give you some great uh, tidbits as they're driving you around. So um, I hope they come back. I thought that was a, a nice option to have um, when you needed to get somewhere a little quicker, because they gave them full access. Like you were parking, or they were dropping you off right up by the Magic Kingdom gate. By the mm-hmm. buses you know they were allowed to go where ride shares wouldn't go you know or i could park my car you were they would get you closer so i hope that comes back yeah definitely and
1: especially because i i did have a good time i had a good experience doing ride share this past um vacation that i was on um the last thing uh that we'll talk about um, and this is kind of a sore spot for most people is the transportation from Orlando International to the world. Uh, this used to not be an issue because uh, they had um, uh, magical I oh know what was it called. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Magical express. Magical Express. Um, they had magical Express that would take you from uh, the airport to your resort. Uh, and this was all free you you basically just let them know uh that you're coming and they send you bag baggage tags this was it this was such a great thing to have because um i you you would put your tags on your bag and um you would uh check them um with the um uh with the airline. the airline, yeah, and then Disney would pick them up and put them in your in your room. Uh, it was such a cool thing to be able to do. Um, granted, you, you did have to check a bag, so carry-ons they wouldn't they wouldn't necessarily do. Um, but it made it so much easier to be able to just not worry about your bags and just go straight to the parks, especially with things like online check-in. Um, now uh, that has since gone away. It did not come back um the idea is that Orlando is going to be making a high-speed rail straight to Disney uh, which will be cool but um, definitely not e- even not even not as convenient as what Mag- magical Express was um now ag- again, probably your best bet is rideshare um, when you're when you're staying at these uh, resorts. It's really, it's not that much. I think when I when I went, it was around 30 to $40 uh, to get from Orlando International to uh, the resort that we were staying at. Um, so it's not that bad uh, in comparison. Most of my rides from my resort to the parks were around like $14. Um, so it's like, you'll end up spending a little bit um, if you end up using rideshare a couple times uh, at Disney, uh, it's not an exorbitant amount of money, but still it's I mean it's more money that you're putting towards transportation when that used to that infrastructure used to be there already. Um, it's kind of a sore spot uh, for a lot of people because this was something really great that Disney was offering. Um, I have seen that the company that Ran these buses before is in fact um, continuing basically what they were doing only now you have to pay for it um, and it's not through Disney it's through that other uh, company uh, it's I cannot remember what it's called Mears. Um that one uh, but that's that's what they're going to end up doing um, so it's kind of the s- same th- same thing same setup I don't know if they do anything with your I doubt they do anything with your bags. Um, but that's that's still gonna be there uh, again, it's going to be paid. However, all of the times that I've gone, um, rideshare hasn't been an issue. Um, when you're in a a big city like Orlando, uh, it's gonna be fairly easy to get um, rideshare cars. Uh, that being said, I did have one issue getting rideshare when I was leaving Animal Kingdom at night. Uh and that's just one thing that you have to understand is if you want to use rideshare at the I mean if you want to get anywhere at the end of the night, it it's gonna take a while. Uh and we were trying to get to um Disney Springs to uh for a re, for a uh dining reservation. We ended up making it just in time. Um my brother and I sprinted through Disney Springs. Um, but that's another thing to keep in mind is that um those rideshare apps are pretty reliable but if you're trying to do anything at park close around the parks that has to do with transportation it's gonna be a while
0: yeah and with as far as mirrors the buses from the airport um i saw pricing come out recently it's gonna be about six i can't remember if it was 16 or 18 dollars a person uh one way so you know two people you're getting pretty rivaled with a ride share cost right there um mm-hmm. and yeah i i can't imagine they're going to have any thing to do with the baggage you're still gonna have to grab your baggage and, and throw it on the bus mm-hmm. so um yeah it was a great great service that they provided um gave you it was it, it was brought on when they did the mil, year of a million dreams is when it started and it was only meant to stick around during that time um, but i they had so much guest satisfaction with it that they kept it and i think that you know i've heard rumors um that possibly the contract required so many riders um to make it to make the contract worth it or something like that that with covid and the reopening they knew they weren't going to hit those numbers so they had to start scaling back that's something i heard um another thing is that and what i believe more is it's just a cost-cutting measure at this point there's just um you know things needed to be cut at some point from someplace and i think this was the first one uh you know and i know that it's a sore subject but you know there are a lot of people that don't know what they that they had this was even out there so they're gonna be fine (laughs) (laughs) you know um you know people have said what am i gonna do now i said well what do you do if you go to if you fly into vegas how do you get to your hotel yeah you know it's the same thing it's just because we know of something it's just sucks you know yeah it's too bad they're getting rid of it um hopefully they'll come back with something down the line like it you never know no good idea dies at disney right (laughs) i just put it on the shelf for a while (laughs) But let us know what you guys are thinking about uh, transportation. What what pain points have you experienced? What uh, what joys have you experienced? You know, I, I really like those boat rides. Let us know what you like about transportation or, like I said, those pain points. What don't you like? Join us out on Facebook in the community. Join us uh, on our page, either one, uh, Miles from Main Street on facebook Uh, we're also on instagram and i do posts on there and we'd love to hear your comments uh, on instagram as well Um, we're at miles from main street on there as well
1: yeah definitely let us know let us know what you like what you don't like um do you guys have any hacks do you guys have anything that you guys like to do uh let us know uh and let's talk about it but that is all we have for you guys tonight We'll see you next time on Miles from Main Street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com. With any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember. Some live close. But most of us don't. So let's talk about it.